All right, everybody, welcome back to yet another Tech Doctor podcast. I'm Robert, one of the Tech Doctors, and the other one who happens to call herself Allison is up early and ready to record this thing. How are you today, Allison? I am doing okay. One might actually say that I feel lighter than air because I'm coming to you from a brand new 2017 MacBook Air. I'm very happy to have my my good keyboard back. Wait a minute. The woman who got rid of her Macs is now back to the Mac. Way I, to go. I've gone back to the Mac. I mean, I'm still I still have my Windows machine, at least for most podcasting purposes, back to the Mac. Excellent. So you're up and running with a MacBook Air, and it sounds great. So congratulations. I'm excited. Excellent. Well, today we are going to tag a podcast that we did a few weeks ago all about a device called the O6. And we're very pleased and honored to have on the podcast today the CEO of the company that is the developer and manufacturer and I guess everything pertaining to the O6. The company, as I understand it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is called Fingertips Lab. And the gentleman who's with us, his name is Ben Park. And Ben, welcome to the Tech Doctor podcast. Thank you for being here this morning. Well, yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me today. Just one minor correction is the uh, I'm a CTO. You're a CTO. What does CTO stand for? Uh, it means Chief Technology Officer. All right. You're the Chief Technology Officer. We're going we're gonna to get the real information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I can answer your questions. Okay. Well, great. Well, if you don't mind, Ben, one of the things that Allison and I were really intrigued by when we first discovered the 06 and did our original podcast was just, you know, how what an innovative product it is. It's a little round circular thing about the size of a medallion that lets you remotely control your iPhone. If you all haven't heard the podcast that we did, which was all about using your iPhone without looking or touching the screen, you might go back and listen to that one. It's a couple of weeks back now, but we uh, went, went through the device in a lot of detail and even demonstrated it on the podcast. But that said, how did this thing come about? Can you tell us a little bit of the history of the 06? Oh, sure. Sure. I'll be happy to. So I think the story goes way back. My partner, PK Mishra, he is a CEO, by the way. And he went to a local school in India for blind children. He wanted to donate iPhones and iPad for classroom. Actually, he didn't know how difficult for blind children to access information from smartphones and tablets. Actually, this was kind of our inspiration, and we decided to develop a device to enable blind and visually impaired to access information and interact with smartphones and tablets easily and safely. So just see if I understand, PK went to visit a school for the blind in India and saw some of the difficulties that students were having, and this is kind of how the idea came about? Exactly. So yeah, he realized that the, in a classroom setting for, for the visually impaired blind children to uh, interact with uh, iPad or iPhone was extremely difficult. We basically wanted to create a new user interface based on the audio and tactile and haptic feedback to make it easier and safer to use. 
Alice and I have had this debate many times about the ease or difficulty or the problems with using a touchscreen with voiceover. And we both have gotten quite proficient with the touchscreen, mm-hmm. but the 06 allows one to turn a bezel like a click wheel, a little bit like what used to be on the old iPods. And when you do that, you're able to move through the applications on your phone or advance through media like a podcast or some other media, music perhaps. And so it's a completely different way to interact with the touchscreen interface. And I guess you're saying that you all felt like for maybe a lot of blind students, this would or should be an easier interface. Yeah, that's one aspect. Also, there are some children that has less dexterity, so they have a little bit more difficult time using different finger gestures. And the other aspect in the classroom setting is that, you know, if you have just one iPad, how you allow all these children to use at the same time. Oh, that's true. I never thought of that. So the O6, multiple devices can be connected to the one such as iPad or iPhone at the same time. So that also allows the more interactions between different children. So each child could have his or her own O6, but they would be interacting with a single iPad, for example. Correct. When you have uh, the iPhone or iPad to interact with a touch screen, then you need to hold the device in one hand, right? And then use your other hand to control. So the O6 also allow you to, you don't have to put the device in your hands. You can safely put it on a desk or somewhere. One of the things that I was really pleased by and surprised by with the O6 is it connects to the iPhone or the iPad via Bluetooth, but its responsiveness is really quick. I mean, it as soon as you touch it, it pauses what you're listening to or moves to the next item in the list. Yeah, we are at basically using a, a Bluetooth low energy. So the, the Bluetooth technology came along quite a bit. So now I think they're much more responsive than used to be. I find that sometimes I like to use the O6 interface when I am have my phone sitting on its charger at night and I'm in bed and it's not convenient to actually touch the phone, but the O6 really gives me a a great way to do that. I know you just got yours, Allison. What's it been like for you so far? Yeah, I've been basically playing with mine for about a day and a half or so, and I have loved it so far. I I love it for navigation, but I especially find that I'm loving it for media mode. I like being able to just quickly move through a book or a podcast or music tracks and quickly having just a, a way to play or pause that doesn't mean I have to wake up my phone and double two finger double tap. I love just having that button right there that I can push. I especially think that this will be helpful when I'm in an Uber because my headphones don't have any onboard controls. So for example, if the driver was speaking to me, I would have to get my phone out of my bag, push the the sleep wake button and then pause with the touch screen. But if I have the 06 and the belt clip just attached to my purse, I could just quickly start and stop audio that way. And I'm just, I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's also, I think, really great when you're out and about and it's cumbersome. As you were saying, Ben, you don't have to be holding the phone in your hands. If your hands are full with other things, it's much easier to control the situation 
with the 06. One of the things that we were really curious about, because when I read through the manual and kind of started learning about the 06, I didn't realize that it was being developed to assist people who are blind or visually impaired. I kind of had the impression that the 06 was intended for people who wanted to use the device eyes free while driving or doing something where they couldn't look at their phone. And it was so intriguing to me, the idea that at least in the advanced mode, you all were suggesting that sighted people who wouldn't normally use it, use voiceover. I'm curious about any thoughts or comments about that aspect of it. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, the the inspiration or the genesis of the idea about the product was to help and enable the blind children. As we uh, look into more and engage more people, and such as consumers and advisors, we realize that the technology can benefit sighted people as well. So we created a mobile uh, app platform to enable people to interact with the smartphones safely while driving or walking on the street without visual distraction. So some people uh, actually use in our advanced mode to uh, enable the voiceover and they can they can control any apps in, in, in the iPhone. But also in a basic mode, we have our own O6 app. What it does is it turns your favorite apps into kind of a radio channel. So you can uh, navigate through email, Twitter. We also call something called notification channel that get your text messagings. So you can uh, listen to the message or listen to the email. We can also respond by uh, press a button. Our own app allows people to interact with these kind of communication apps. And also in advanced mode, people are more comfortable with using voiceover feature for sighted people. Some of them actually tend to use that in while driving. I find that so interesting because I'm, I'm always in my work and in my life trying to educate everybody I can up about voiceover. And I actually showed a couple of people how to use it for for reading their books in the car. And I could just see with the 06 remote how they could take advantage of the full power of voiceover and anything I think that that educates a sighted public about the importance of voiceover is is really awesome. And I think that if somebody's a developer or something, if we could, this could be an interesting way to show them how voiceover can not only affect our lives in a positive way, but theirs as well. Yes, exactly. That's actually what we are actually trying to promote for for the developer perspective. We want to increase people to think about this kind of audio voiceover interface as one way to uh, interact with books or any other informations uh, without visual distraction, especially while driving. What kind of feedback, if any, have you gotten from sighted people who try to use O6 in this way? We had a group of people really like the voiceover feature. They, you know, they are using our O6. They sending us comments about, I really like your device. I'm using voiceover advanced mode every time I drive. There are some people having uh, more difficulty to use this audio, purely audio-based interface. I think one of the reasons is that, as you might already know, that it, not every app is designed in a way that 
with the uh, accessibility in mind. Yes. It could be very frustrating experience, in other words. So one thing we try to do with uh, O6 is to promote the idea and encourage the developer to, to have this kind of uh, mode of voiceover is available and we need to make it, this will be valuable for even for sighted people. That's a drum that Allison and I beat constantly of trying to make as many apps as possible be voiceover friendly. So I can certainly get on board with that one. Absolutely. Yeah. So once we have that, uh, then I think it'll be much more easier even for sighted people to adopt or get familiar with how to use that. And they will also really appreciate how that can help them in, in on a daily basis. Yeah, as blind people, we kind of know a lot about which apps work well with voiceover. But I could imagine if you have your favorite messaging app or whatever that just doesn't work that well with voiceover and you try it with those six and you're a sighted person, that could be pretty frustrating. But it's it's really cool that you all are, I think, pushing this envelope a bit to to try to promote this idea i was i was excited about that part of it and i'm glad to hear that at least some people are using it and sounds like enjoying it yeah and if i can add one more aspect of what we are working on is that we also trying to develop the o6 developer platform that can convert any app into audio browser Mm-hmm. So we are trying to build like SDK library and developer API to make it easier even for the developer to to implement uh, oh, cool. voiceover feature in any app. But that's one thing we want to do. <laughs> we'll see how things go. But uh-huh. that's, uh, what we, that's one thing we have in mind. Well, I just saw a, an email from you all yesterday. I believe that there's in beta now the ability to use O6 with the camera. Yeah, yes. So for one other uh, app that's currently available in the App Store is O6 Camera. So what it does is, just to give you the idea, the O6 could be used for controlling any mobile app. So we just create this O6 app, a camera app that allow you to take a picture or change the mode from photo to video, or you can uh, change, you can turn on the the flashlight, turn off the flashlight, switch between back and forth front camera. So it gives you kind of the idea how what it can do with uh, not just for uh, the audio interface or oh. voiceover. Yeah. Could that be convenient possibly for a blind person who wanted to use their phone to scan in information by taking pictures to use OCR, for example, but they could use the O6 sort of as a remote control for doing that? Yeah, so that that's what you also we have we want to do. Right now, it's not implemented, but yeah, so we definitely want to go into that direction as well. I can see using the phone in one of those uh, camera stand type things that are available that several organizations make for making sure that you have your phone the right height above a, a piece of paper, and just using the O6, then you know, possibly even on an, on another surface or far away to just snap pictures. That would be so cool. That would actually make it quite convenient. One of the things I've wondered about with the O6, and maybe I just don't know how to do it, but I've not seen a way to bring down from the uh, status bar, the control center, or to go to the notification center. 
I don't believe there's a command currently using 06 to do that, is there? So at the moment, no, we don't have that uh, particular features. Uh, so one thing we are trying to do is we are, you know, collecting the feedback and comments from the users. So we want to hear from users and what are important features. Uh -huh. so we definitely want to implement those features yeah, as we go. I think that's one thing we should point out. You, you all are like a lot of developers who are developing uh, hardware and software for the Apple platform, you all are very responsive to customers, certainly have been very responsive to me. I've communicated with PK and mentioned the possibility of one of you being on the podcast, and, and you were very willing to do that. And so that's one of the greatest things to me about people who are developing in the Apple ecosystem is a lot of them are very responsive. And I think you've got a very good shot at getting a lot of developers to want to make their apps accessible with 06 and so it's nice that you all are setting the bar i think kind of high for that giving people something to to really work toward it's it's a very cool thing and, and yeah i personally think i would like to be able to access the the notification center and the control center and i think it could be done it's possible to access those two things using a braille keyboard for example so there is a, a keyboard command available that maybe the 06 could make use of in some way Yes, definitely. We can try to implement that. I have a question. Is it possible? I know you can pair multiple O6s to one device, but is it possible to pair one O6 to multiple iPhones? No. Okay. <laughs> so right now, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's just one device at a time. Mm -hmm. Because I have three iphones currently <laughs> so that's a little bit of an issue for you i guess if you tend to use one iphone like you said at, at bedtime and the other another one during the day mm -hmm. you can only have oh six paired to yeah, one of them one yeah but i see myself using it a lot in media mode and so it's okay, I think, for me having it paired to the one I use for my books and stuff. I think that's really, that's going to help me out a lot. That's one of the exciting things about the 06. It's an idea generating magnet in a way because because it's kind of unique. Yes, yes, it is very unique. And that's what we are proud of. Also, we are also a little bit struggling to educate people. Uh, for what the device is for. I'm going to tell everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And that's the reason we wanted to have you on the podcast was just to do a little more education about your perspective on what it was and what some of the possibilities are. Because I think we we covered pretty well kind of how it works and what it does now. But it's fun to to talk a little more, to hear a little bit about the history and a little bit about where where you all are going with it. So... I think we can kind of begin to bring this to a close because this is basically what we wanted to do was get the word out a little bit. Is there anything, Ben, that, that maybe you would like to share with our listeners that we haven't mentioned or have we covered it pretty well from your perspective? I think it's well covered. Uh, I really appreciate giving uh, us the opportunity to come up to the show. And I, I also appreciate that your feedbacks and comments. And please let us know if there is any further improvement that you can think of. I was, as you said, this is we're hoping that this could generate more uh, ideas from the users. 
So we definitely want to be on that track to uh, enable and uh, provide uh, better tools uh, for not only for the blind and also for the sighted people as well. Well, Ben, thank you very much for taking some time out to join us here on the Tech Doctor Podcast. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me today. Well, you're welcome. And Allison, we will wrap this up for now, and I'm sure be back soon. But before we go, I believe you have at least one or two new podcasts yourself that you're doing. Would you like to tell the Tech Doctor listeners a little bit about what you're up to outside of the Tech Doctor podcast? Yes, I'm kind of all over the place. As you know, I've been co-hosting with Jeff Thompson and Brian Fischler, the um, That Blind Tech Show on the Blind Abilities uh, podcast channel. So you can get that by subscribing to Blind Abilities or downloading the Blind Abilities app. I'm also doing some work with um, eye accessibility as well. And I am actually going to be starting to host a new podcast for them called the iCast, all about iOS devices with a trusty panel of of folks. And Robert, I'm hoping that eventually you'll be one of our rotating guests on there. And you can find all out about all of that by going to iaccessibility.net. The iCast will eventually have its own feed that you can subscribe to. And um, you can also download the iAccessibility app from the apps, uh, iOS app store as well. My friend Mika and I, I'm, I'm a busy lady. We've been working on a new podcast about books called the Glomcast. Unfortunately, it is not in the major podcast directories yet. So what I will do is I will have us put a link to the first episode in the show notes. You can find it by scrolling through my timeline as well on Twitter. And I'm at hot for technology. That's hot, the number four technology. And that's all about uh, various books that we're reading, mainly romance novels. It's a lot of fun, lots of laughs to be had on that podcast. Well, excellent. I'm glad to hear about those and wanted our listeners to know about them. It's cool that you're branching out doing all kinds of podcasts and still doing the Tech Doctor podcast. I will always do the Tech Doctor podcast as long as as long as we have it. So it's, right. it's, it's been it's been over five years we've been hosting together and it's been so much fun. It has been. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you sticking with us this time. We'll be back soon with another one. But until then, this is Robert, one of the tech doctors, saying so long for now. And this is Allison, the other tech doctor, saying bye, everyone. <laughs>